Welcome back, you guys. This is the Pretty Nerds Podcast. I am your host, Nay. I am currently writing solo once again, as Valandian is still out on vacation. But good news, she should be back either next week or the week after that. So you guys stay tuned. Look forward to that. I know I am looking forward to that, having my co-host back. Super excited for that. And basically, you know, life is good all the way over here. I'm doing great. Valandian is doing great. And, you know, the podcast is doing great. I hope all of you guys out there are doing great and had an awesome week and are having an awesome new year. But let's just, you know, go ahead and jump right into these hot topics that we got going on because we have quite a few things to get to so i don't want to waste any more time so let's get right into it pretty nerds 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 i'm gonna start off with some easy ones um well you know some quick quick hitters some light ones basically as predicted i think as most of us predicted if you guys watched the whole love and hip-hop Hollywood drama play out, it looks like Fizzle Pop in April are over. Um, I guess as social media goes, they've unfiled each other, which typically in that whole reality star world and all of that, that's kind of their indication that the relationship is over. Um, I don't really think that most of us expect it for that relationship to last. I think that, you know, we've seen with Fizzle Pop that he has quite the reputation of every season that pretty much is his storyline. He finds some woman to live with and, um, you know, for the season and makes him his lady and attempts to make his baby mama, Monice, look crazy in all of his manipulative-ass ways. But... Nonetheless, now that the season is over, it looks like the relationship has also, you know, pun intended, fizzled out. Um, Again, no one's surprised, but hey, it is what it is. Uh, Also, in kind of quick hitters, um, in in odd relationship news, I guess, I don't know. Um, Y'all know this man is not my favorite person. Um, Yeah. Robert Kelly's girlfriends. What? I, oh, I'm sorry. It just eggs me to even have to say that shit. But basically, um, I think we, if you again, are kind of followed the social media world and all of that, you see, uh, you saw that his girlfriends, Jocelyn and I think it's he pronounced it Azriel. They literally got into a fight on live instagram live and yeah like knock down drag out whole fight and the girl i believe her name is azrael like i said i could uh, be mispronouncing it but needless to say she pretty much i get i listen i guess maybe she is over it and she's ready to spill the tea or tell her story or walk away from the whole situation. I don't really know. 
nonetheless she said you know she started going off saying that she was pressing charges on the um the other young lady for assaulting her which she did because the other young lady did turn herself in to the police um on domestic assault charges and um during that whole like thing i don't know the young lady azriel said that not only is she going to be in jail for domestic charges but also because she um you know sec was sexual with her or assaulted i don't know when she was a minor so look i don't the whole story is crazy it's getting crazier by the minute i um look all i can say is uh, look i don't even have words for it because y'all know y'all already know how i feel about robert kelly in general and then just watching these young ladies like the brokenness just oh so to see then to see them kind of going going in and fighting and the way that they're doing it's just it's it's a lot it's crazy uh all the parents out there protect y'all girls baby don't let them fall into these type of situations it oh it's just it's anyway needless to say if y'all saw it like i saw it play out on instagram live then we'll see what else comes from it but as of right now the other young lady jocelyn was arrested um on domestic assault charges and again we'll see how it plays out you know because i don't know um now i think that we kind of all saw also or at least i saw um this happier news it makes me happy cassie and alex fine they showed off baby frankie and that baby is so cute. Listen, um, if I didn't already have baby fever, baby, I have baby fever now because that is such a pretty baby. But are we surprised? Because Cassie is beautiful. Um, salute to her and her beautiful family. Just, uh, every time I look at that picture, it melts my little heart. Every time I see baby pictures now, any babies, it just melts my whole little heart. Like, oh babies you know but i guess maybe that's a as you get older thing i don't know some people never feel it but i'm i'm definitely in my whole baby fever mode so needless to say my heart was melted by that adorable adorable baby um and kind of like i said i'm looking for some quick hitters here just to kind of before we jump into the actual shenanigans Oh, I know last show I talked about the Coachella lineup. This this time the Bonnaroo lineup has been announced. Um Lizzo for the um was announced as the headliner. She's the first female headliner at Bonnaroo, which is very surprising to me. Um that Bonnaroo has never had a act- a female headliner before, but nonetheless um, the Bonnaroo lineup, I mean, people kind of sleep on Bonnaroo, um, again, because it's not in, like, a huge prominent city. It takes place in Nashville. So, people kind of sleep on Bonnaroo, but they, they, they normally have some pretty dope 
artists who kind of pop in and, and pop out. I mean, Kendrick Lamar's been before, Snoop Dogg. So, I mean, they 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 have some pretty diverse lineups, but I think people get thrown off because, again, it takes place in Nashville, so a lot of country stars are kind of prominent at it. But the the lineup this year is pretty it's pretty nice. It's got, you know, you have Lizzo, the baby, Meg the Stallion's gonna be there. So pretty much a lot of the people who had really hot years in as far as the culture goes, um, are gonna be there at Bonnaroo as well. So I mean if 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 Coachella isn't your thing and you're kinda not into that type of vibe and you wanna come to a festival that is not as hyped up and is probably in my opinion ten times more fun. Um I would say bring come on down to Bonnaroo because I think that like I said a lot of people sleep on it, Bonnaroo but it's a good ass time so I would say come on down to Bonnaroo and because the lineup looks pretty nice so and again the baby's gonna be there and I enjoy the baby so I'm I'm here for it um staying kind of in the Lizzo lane julian michaels the um the like trainer health person from basically um from the biggest loser fame um she i don't know she was doing some interview or she was being interviewed by somebody and needless to say yeah the interviewer decided and and like i said i partially blame the interviewer because i don't understand why the question was even asked because to me it's an unsolicited opinion so I don't understand why the interviewer even asked the question because it had absolutely nothing to do with Julia Michaels or what she was there to talk about or promote but needless to say the interviewer brought up Lizzo and Julia Michaels took it upon herself to say that while she likes her music, she doesn't understand why people celebrate Lizzo's body. Um, if she, you know, once she gets diabetes, it's not going to be fun to celebrate and blah, 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 blah. The same typical bullshit. And my, and like, my whole thing is, is that, I like I said, I don't understand why it was even necessary for Julia Michaels to discuss Lizzo and Lizzo's body like that's you know what I mean like it's not it's unsolicited what did it have to do with the reason Julia Michaels was there what she was promoting like I don't you know what I mean and like I hate I hate when people feel like they can speak on someone else's health and all that stuff just because they look at their size and they be like oh I know now I know all your I know all your health history and all this stuff like that. Julia Michaels don't know Lizzo from Adam. She don't know n- nothing about what's going on with that girl's body. She is not her doctor. She ain't her trainer. She ain't her dietitian. You know what I mean? Like, she don't know what's going on with that girl body. So wh- why even comment on the shit? Like, that eggs me beyond belief. Like, if you're not my doctor, you're not my dietitian, you're not... Um, you know, my trainer, you you don't know me from Adam, don't speak or be concerned about what the fuck is going on with me and mine. Worry about you and yours. Worry about what the fuck you was on that show to promote and promote that shit. You know what I mean? 
So, needless to say, like, I, I, I mean, I saw some people, obviously, they were defending it, saying, well, she is, blah, 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 and look, I get that she's a health coach or a health person or whatever like that, and if she wants to talk about health things, health-related things, fine, but don't use your platform to attack a person that you don't know and about their health situation that you don't know shit about period so needless to say um you know she's getting she's getting in my opinion some some well-deserved shut your goddamn mouth from people because like i said to me it's none of your business if you don't know somebody and you don't know their health situation then mind your business like I, that's why i don't understand why is it we in 2020 now why is it so hard for people to just mind their fucking business you know, worry about what pays you, not what's going on with somebody else. Anyway, moving on from that, I know um, if you, unless you kind of, I would say live under a rock, I know that some of y'all might live under a rock. So basically, Bootsy Badass, yet again, is out here just being Bootsy, he wore, I don't know if he was like at a basket, it looked like a basketball game to me, or some t- something, some type of sporting event, but it looked definitely looked like a basketball game to me. Needless to say, he wore a Kappa Alpha Psi shirt to um, the game, and he posted it on some social media site, whatever, and if you guys know anything about Greek life, Greek fraternities, and all that, they are super sensitive and about people wearing their letters who are not affiliated with them, who've never pledged. Yeah, like like I said, I, I'm pretty sure 99 or the majority of us have met someone who is in a fraternity or sorority, and they know, like, they are crazy about their letters, super crazy about their letters, and if you didn't earn it, you're not affiliated with them, they do not want you wearing their shit, so needless to say, the Kappas was upset in their feelings, taking it a little crazy, because I've seen some people getting a little crazy with it, as far as making like actual threats at the man, because he had the shirt on, which is beyond me, it's crazy, um, we, we shouldn't be out here threatening people, um, in their lives and livelihood and shit like that, especially over some letters. But hey, you know, I get it, I guess. I don't, listen, I ain't gonna lie to you, I don't get it. I don't get threatening people's lives over things like that. But hey, um, like I said, I know just from knowing Greek folks that they do take their letters very serious. Um, and at first, Booty, in, in Booty way, he was kind of jokingly joking about it, like, he didn't understand, you know, he obviously didn't understand the significance of it, and he kind of apologized, but then he didn't apologize, and then he was, like, real silly with it about, well, y'all be out here dancing to my junk, I need y'all to te- at least teach me to dance, though, but, so I, n- needless to say, um, the Kappas were not happy with him, he sort of apologized, and folks, please don't be out here threatening folks over some letters okay we love you but let's not do that all right um moving on from that as well 
um i'm sorry because like uh, right now like i'm watching this video because it makes uh ot genesis y'all this man literally like when i tell you if i need a laugh i'm going to o2 genesis right now because this man is so foolish so first and foremost um i i think it was about two weeks ago when i told you about the ot genesis keisha cole situation where keisha cole was not happy at all with ot because he redid her song love um with his Crippin record which like i said i get it i understand how she felt about her art but god damn it it was funny okay and here we are again ot genesis is back at it and he has over um kind of did a redo of vanessa carlton's a thousand miles and it's called tonight y'all y'all if y'all have not seen this video please go to ot genesis page and watch this video this man a goddamn fool <laughs> that man is a goddamn fool like i promise you he took me the fuck out y'all like when i tell y'all that this man was literally because if y'all remember a thousand i know a lot of y'all might be a little young out there but if you remember a thousand miles so that you remember that vanessa carlton was on the little piano in the street and everything like you know playing the piano and all that jazz girl y'all this fool then hopped on he on the piano look like y'all <laughs> that man is a damn fool i swear um and i'm telling you like when i tell you like he on this piano and like the parts that really get you is like he do these look backs at you from the like he turned from the piano and do like a look back at the camera i'm telling you if you need a laugh go to oc genesis page and watch this damn video hilariousness it's gonna put you in a good mood at least it does for me it puts me in a good ass mood because i you know i enjoy laughing at funny shit and that shit was funny to me um also in quick kind of in my opinion quick hitter news oh i feel like i skipped over this probably should have hit it first because it was last weekend um the golden globes um i don't really have too much about the golden globes any kind of real takes from it tom hanks was honored um yeah and tom hanks was honored his sons were there his one son chet was that listen being a plum d ass fool in my opinion <laughs> won the um red carpet but yeah um brad pitt was there um we've we've seen that whole kind of resurgence now of people talking about him and jennifer anderson anytime they're in the same place when clearly it disappears that they not even on that level like i mean their relationship was over it has been over like for years now like literally their relationship i mean they've what been divorced 
I don't know, for over 10-something years? Because he was with Angelina for a long-ass time. But literally, they've been divorced longer than they were fucking together. And people still are, like, obsessing over every time they're in, you know, a same the same place. But, yeah, um, they were there. Speaking of which, can we talk about how Brad Pitt has not aged well, in my opinion? Like, ugh. Maybe it's just me, but he has not aged well at all. You know what I mean? Like, I don't... Mm sorry for that i'm sorry for that man you know because he is not aged well but there is a couple of them who like have just not aged well you know what i mean brad pitts um trying to think of like all the people who they put who like folks be thinking like are attractive or whatever even though i don't always get the hype about it but i know people used to go crazy for brad pitt and I ain't never really see it, but hey, needless to say, like I said, he did not age well. Was mm, sorry for that man, but yeah, he did not age well at all. Um, Beyonce and Jay showed up to the Golden Globes. Eh, listen, I love Queen B, but I was not feeling like the big bow thing that she had. I don't know if it was like a big bow or like the wasn't my favorite look of hers, but I do appreciate that you know they brought their own champagne on brand bitch that's what you do when you are queen bee you are on brand you bring your own damn champagne and you know salute to that you always gotta uh sell your shit and hey do what you do um i also billy porter baby he just slays my entire existence of life looked amazing and I mean that's all you could say. Just Billy Porter, love him, and I'm just so, so happy that he is finally getting his just do. Like he is finally getting. He's been in the business for so many years, and to finally see him having his moments, I love it. Having his moments and collecting his things, so I love it. Um, I'm trying to think what else. Like who else was? I don't know like in all honesty like the golden globes was just like dismal um but award shows period have kind of been dismal it's funny like i saw like a tweet or somebody something like that where somebody said like ever since joan rivers passed you know god rest her soul ever since she passed away like folks just been eh, on that red carpet and real talk i kind of agree like because people used to like fear i don't know if it was out of fear or just they did not want to hear joan rivers talk about how horrible they looked on the red carpet so they used to step that game up but ugh, like if if we just look at think about the red carpet in general like it has been pretty like uneventful like there have not been some some good dresses at all and the golden globes was the perfect example of that because people was just not out here looking good um so yeah that's my little small take on the golden globes and so one last kind of small thing before we jump into 
think one. Hold on. Let me look. Make sure. Yeah. Okay. So one last kind of small thing before we jump into some two bigger things that I kind of want to address. But one small, like I said, one last small thing. Meghan Markle, Prince Harry, they announced that they would be walking away from their senior royal positions. Now, like, I didn't get the, I don't get, like, the big hoopla or the big deal, because, let's be honest, the royal family holds no actual power any longer in Britain. So, I, like, so, to be honest with you, like, aside from, like, just the titles and the names of it and the tradition and all that, like, I don't get what the, like, hoopla is, and then, if you take, if you, you know, push up push all of that aside harry is not even gonna be king like his brother william is gonna be it and and you know if we go through the succession of the line like after elizabeth then um then their father charles and he passed then it will go to william like harry is like further down the line to even be king so to quote you know what i mean so like i don't so I don't understand what people are like why why they're so upset because he decided to kind of step back from royal duties especially since if we're being honest people have hated that he married Megan they've hated Megan they've been bashing her like crazy in the press like I mean Britain I I would think that for them to announce, hey, that they are, you know, stepping back and going to kind of be using their own, you know, looking to become financially independent. They're going to be splitting their time between Britain and North America. The people, you know, the the way the British um, public and, and all that kind of talked about her, I would think that, shit, they would be excited, like, okay, bye. We, we happy because we didn't like you anyway, but, like, they are really all up in arms, like, how dare they, and blah, 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 woo, 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 and I'm just like, but I thought that's what you wanted, like, y'all didn't like the girl, well, I'm sorry, y'all didn't like that he married her, you didn't like the girl, you know, every little thing that she's done, y'all, like, scrutinized, I mean, you, you got upset because you said that they've been using taxpayer money, to fly, fly private and this and that and the other. So here he is say, making the decision for his family. I'm going to step back. You know, y'all already been knowing that I don't want this life anyway. So now y'all attacking my family. So fuck it. I'm stepping back. Y'all have, y'all can have this. You know what I'm saying? So what is everybody like? What are they up in arms about? I don't get it. But hey, needless to say, it's a big thing over there that they've decided to kind of step back from it. I personally think they will be fine if all else fails. She can go back to acting. I mean, she can go back to acting. Um, she had some type of like fashiony blogs, and she wrote some op uh, pieces for you know different fashion magazines and all of that. So she can do that stuff again. Um, he's i mean no matter what even if they were to quote unquote because i've seen some kind of rumors where people said that they may strip them of their titles he's still fucking prince harry like even if i mean that's what i'm saying we live we live in 2020 now 
like in this day and age even if you strip them of their titles it's not like people gonna be like oh that's oh that's just harry from the black he's prince fucking harry he's been this prince harry his whole his whole life so he'll be fine she'll be fine you know they'll be able to make money just off of the whole that whole situation you know what i mean how they go the the obama route and get a netflix deal and start producing movies and tvs and shit like that they'll get money so they'll be fine um but like i said i don't i don't get the the big thing the big hoopla about why people are upset about it or while why it seems so i guess unexpected harry has in my opinion always shown signs that he was ready to get the fuck out you know what i'm saying like he was ready he was over y'all and he was ready to get the fuck out he's always kind of shown those signs and then to i guess you know once he got married and to kind of see the way y'all was attacking his wife and essentially he admitted like when they did the lawsuit against i think it's the daily mail or whatever little london tabloid has been going heavy and attacking Megan and publishing shit about her family and blah, blah 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 when he admitted and said that he was triggered by all that he felt like he was reliving the situation with his mom again oh y'all should have known then he was done for sure for sure he was like he was like nah I'm done so I don't understand like I said I don't get what the big hoopla is I don't get even what the surprise of it is like he's been wanting out and y'all just gave him the push that he needed to throw them deuces. So I say good for them and let them, you know, live the life that they want to live. Period. So anyway, moving on from that. Let me look here. All right. So this is something that I thought was interesting. And I am like uberly surprised at people's response to it. So. If you guys all, as as we kind of all know, the whole Jesse Smollett thing has been dragging for a while. Um, he said he, I think it was sometime super early last year. He said he was attacked. Then the um the Chicago PD said no, but really he staged it. Then um once they you know brought charges up they end up dropping the charges because they said they didn't have any evidence i didn't read the little 500 page thing but this from the synopsis of it uh, in the 500 little page document that was released it pretty much said that they have no no solid they believed that he did you know plot it himself but they didn't have no evidence they didn't have anything to back it up so it was just going to be a waste of a case. Like they were going to go to trial and lose. So they said, fuck it. We just going to throw it away. Then they turned around and sued him because they wanted the money back. So then he was like, but no, I was innocent. So he sued them back. It's just been this whole little thing going on and on and on, right? But here's the part that interests me. Because all of that shit, whatever, don't care about. Here's the part that interests me. So, they have now got, you know, they've, they are trying again their hardest to pursue um, him again and, you know, bring up charge see if they can bring up charges. They brought in a special prosecutor. 
the special prosecutor has had a judge now order the judge has now ordered for Google we all know what Google is for Google to turn over for the past year for Google to turn over all of Jesse Smollett's records not just and I'm not just talking phone records you guys the list says they want his phone records his text messages all of his emails all of his email deleted emails all of his drafts of emails they want all of the documents anything that was stored on or deleted from his Google Drive they want all of his Google location data um they want any photos that he had um that he has or had I listen feel however you want to feel about the situation you can think he lied you can think he didn't lie feel however you want to feel about the fucking situation i am more concerned with the fact that the government can ask for all of that fucking shit like all like listen like i know that like when they are trying to build a case against you and get evidence and all that stuff like that that there are certain things that they can obtain you know if they believe you committed a cyber crime or something like that they can confiscate your you know they can confiscate your telephones they can confiscate your computers they can you know all that type of shit like that but literally for them to be able to go to google you know this company that you're supposed to you know have some sort of privacy with when you sign up for email or this and that and the other and they can go and say nope we want all that shit i want all you know even even all the way down to your fucking location data like where you was at like that don't scare people like that doesn't scare y'all like all y'all saying good for him he getting what he deserved like that's not scary to you to think like so they can get all my shit to my location data too like what the fuck are they gonna like you know what i'm saying like how is that even relevant to the case like what the fuck are they gonna get from the location data you see what i'm saying like shit like that is weird listen i don't like i said feel however you want to feel about the case but just seeing all of the things that they want and are asking google to hand over like draft like not even emails that you sent you know what i'm saying not even emails or documents or picture or anything like shit that that you drafted that you was just draft you know what i'm saying drafting up on your little computer like like they want just your thought you know what i'm saying like damn that's crazy to me that they like that 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 can be something that they can use like your location yeah yeah look i'm sorry that fucks with me heavy like wow needless to say like i want to know what you guys think on that like like i said putting the case aside like wow you know what i mean like what are your thoughts as far as like them being able to just pull all of those type of things like they can take like i said they they even asking for this man's location data 
they're asking for drafts of emails um you know draft con whatever documents or whatever anything that he had stored on his little google drive like photos web history search history like every like wow we really like we really have zero privacy y'all like for them to claim you know that we have all these freedoms and shit we really have no fucking freedoms or privacy like they can literally access and take anything that they want shit's scary i'm sorry that shit is scary as fuck to me um anyway so moving on from that my last hot topic for today is a callback to a topic that i talked about last week now i didn't really like get too heavy in depth in it because i didn't to be honest with you i didn't think that i would have to get like super heavy in depth into it or really talk about it because i just thought that people would get it but then surprisingly enough i guess i shouldn't have been surprised um i saw a clip from joe budden where he basically was calling um ari lennox insecure because of her reaction to the the tweet because remember i told you guys that there was a tweet from a guy who said that Ari Lennox and you know compared Ari Lennox and Tiana Taylor to Rottweiler and Ari then responded by saying no like why do why do y'all feel comfortable enough to to speak to black women about that to speak about black features like that and everything like that and basically to see this clip in you know of Joe Budden you can go and check it wherever or you know listen to his podcast or whatnot needless to say just to see this clip of essentially a black man dismissing her feelings you know a black woman's feelings and just tossing it up as insecurity bugged the shit out of me it bugged me because i don't like it it, i know and Joe Budden isn't, like, he's not, like, a teenager. He ain't in his 20s. That man is in his 40s. You know what I mean? Well, almost 40, I think. I don't know. Needless to say, he is old enough. He has lived it. He has enough life experience to have been around black women to know, you know, to have understood where she was coming from. To know that, you know, it's it wasn't just, it wasn't just, I'm insecure about my looks. It wasn't just, um, uh, you know, reacting to somebody who's insi- quote-unquote insignificant opinion on social media. It was, it's a situation that we as black folks consistently see. And, and again, I spoke to it a little bit. I touched on it a little bit last show where I said that we consistently see it across the board where we will see whether it come from black men or whether it come from black women, where where we throw these attacks at each other in all these public-ass forums. And it's always these attacks on black features and just on black bodies in general. 
And that shit is not okay. And so it just egged me to see this black man who I know, you know, like I said, he has enough life experience to 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 have got it. You know what I mean? I know that he should have got it. And just to see him kind of dismiss her feelings, dismiss her points, and just trump it up to insecurity bug the shit out of me. And I just feel like, I just feel like I'm so tired. I am so tired of people in general kind of just telling black folks or or policing black policing black folks emotions and telling black folks how they should react to things and how they should feel about things just because you know i and i don't and to be honest with you i don't even know what the, the what the reason is why why are we policing people's emotions why are we telling them how they should feel about things or how they should react to things as if we don't live our lives as black folks too and don't get it you know what i mean like i didn't even i didn't even need to 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 um you know what i mean like i didn't even need to see her her life or anything like that to get to get why she felt the way that she felt you know what I mean to just get it to understand it like even just me reading the tweet I was like you know what I mean even with if she would have gave a response it triggered me and I was like the fuck like how why why are you calling these women dogs you know what I'm saying or why are you comparing they looks to dogs like who who does that why you know what I mean and and it and and like I said, it it always comes to, in my opinion, it always comes to this idea like we uplift these Eurocentric features so much that when we see black folks with black features, we automatically equate that to ugliness. And so, like I, like I said, it just ignored me that he he tried to play it off as insecurity as if he just didn't get where she was coming from. And I'm just like, my guy, you had to have gotten where she was coming from. You're a black person. You live it. You know what I mean? Like you have, you're a black person. You have black children. You have a black mother. Like, so needless to say, it, uh, it irritated the hell out of me. And so, um, you know, I want to know from you guys, was it I, like, I mean, what what is your thoughts? Like, what do you feel like Ari overreacted? Do you feel like I mean, did you do you feel like you didn't get it, or you didn't see the point, or you don't understand? Like, am I overreacting? Because I don't feel like I'm overreacting. Like, I just like I said, I don't understand why when it comes to black folks, we are always policing black people's emotions and telling people how they should react to things, how they should be triggered by things, and why are we just why we always are like playing the oblivious person and pretending as if we don't get it when like I said I feel like we should just get like it made sense it makes sense to me like I said points were made so needless to say yeah that is the hot topics for this week and I'm going to now move into our relationship portion of the show um, so this week I have two relationship questions for you guys. The, I'm going to, 
going to start with the first relationship question. I'm going to start with, um, it's, I'm going to kind of, these two, this week, these two relationship questions kind of draw off of two things that I've seen and I want to kind of like, um, I, I've, you know, got some questions from that and basically let me, let me just start with you guys and you know, you'll see what I'm talking about. So first relationship question is in regards to toxic relationships. Um, I don't believe I touched on it. Um, because I, I, it was one of those topics that it really just kind of blew over my head. But when I was doing the relationship questions this week, it kind of brought me back, um, to this whole situation with Sway Lee and his, I don't, I don't know if she's his girlfriend, his, 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 the, the woman that he consistently goes back and forth with. Needless to say, like I said, I don't know if he called her his girlfriend, his bae, I don't, listen, I don't know whatever it is. Needless to say, I think we have throughout these years kind of seen the toxicity in their relationship. Which, in my opinion, culminated when she tweeted out or posted a picture or a video or something of her busting out the windows in his car. And she captioned it, it with, like, I'll give, I'll give, like, 20, I don't know how much, it was, like, like it was a 80k, something, I don't know, it was a significant amount of money. But basically, she said, I'll pay someone to kill this, to kill him. And then she backed away from it, took it down, and was like, we good now. I'm sorry, you know, blah, 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 blah. And she didn't, and honestly, I don't even think she apologized. She just said, we good now, and backed off on it. I was playing, basically. So, my question is, for this week, so my question is, when it comes to toxic relationships, when do you think as family, as friends, as people who care about these folks, when do you think it's okay to kind of step in or do you think it's okay at all to kind of step in to the, to the situation or to the relationship? So, you know, I want to hear you guys' thoughts and opinions, obviously. Go to the website, prettynerdspodcast.com. Um, you can also just you know shoot us a dm on the instagram account pretty nerds podcast shoot us an email pretty nerds podcast at gmail um thoughts comments kind of let me know what you guys think my thoughts are um if you see a fam you know see family friends whatever someone who's important to you is involved in a toxic relationship i think that I mean, I, okay, so I know that those situations can kind of be sticky because we all kind of know people who, you know, especially when it comes to relationships and folks being in love, nobody, grown adults, nobody likes to kind of be told what they can and cannot do, who they can and cannot be with. And oftentimes when you do kind of speak up or say things to people about their relationships, they get in their feelings, be like, mind your business, and they get mad at you. They turn it around on you and get mad at you. However, 
I feel like when someone is in a situation where it is it has escalated, you know, the, the when the relationship has become so toxic that it has escalated to physical abuse, severe mental abuse, severe mental emotional abuse threats on people's lives and like you know what I mean like when it gets to that point I think as a you know as family friends people who care about these people you gotta at least you know like I said regardless of whether they get mad at you whether they you know be like you know stop talking to you whatever you gotta at least kind of be like try you know what I mean like you at least have to try to step in and be like hey this is not okay. This is not okay at all. You know what I mean? Because, like, I could not imagine being someone who loves Sway Lee and not saying to him, you know what? It's not, this is not cool. Like, sis literally got on somebody's internet and put a bounty on your head. You know what I mean? Like, and we all have seen the crazies out here and the shit that they are willing to do. So to see this girl go out there and put a bounty on this man's head and then kind of like laugh it off like, okay, nah, we good now. I take it back. Like, sis, what if somebody would have been like, oh, word? And went and, and pulled up on him and killed him. Like, I... This shit's crazy. That shit was. That shit's crazy to me. So, needless to say, I feel like at, when it comes to to seeing like family and friends in that type of toxic relationship, I feel like you have to. Once it gets to those type of levels, you have to kind of you know say to yourself, okay, even if they get mad at me even if it fucks up our relationship, I gotta say something. I gotta step in here. You know, those are, that's, that's kind of my take on it. That's kind of my thoughts on it. Again, I would love to hear from you guys as far as that situation goes when it comes to, to toxic relationships. When is it okay to step in or is it okay at all to even step in? Now, Um, moving on to relationship question number two, this one also comes from, uh, you know, from something that I saw kind of floating around on the internet and I thought was interesting and I think kind of brings up some, uh, kind of brought up an interesting topic. So. I um, saw a clip from Love and Hip Hop New York. I believe, yeah, Love and Hip Hop New York. That's the one that's running right now, I think. Anyway, so I saw a clip from Love and Hip Hop New York of Sin Santana confronting Erica Mena and Joe Budden. So, back a little quick backstory: Erica Mena and Sin Santana had a relationship or whatnot and Joe and Sin obviously had a relationship were engaged have a baby no love 
they're no longer together. Any of these people are, none of these people are currently still in relationships. At least as of the show, you know, as of the, the show. They could have changed their statuses, whatever. Not important. What's important is that in the clip, we see, um, we see that first and foremost, it started with Jonathan, who is Sin's friend. She sits, he, they sit down together and Jonathan tells Sin that he heard from Joe's other ex, Sahiri, that Erica Mena was trying to put Sin in, um, I'm not Sin, was trying to put Sahiri and Joe back together, like, she was trying to play Cupid between them. Essentially, he was being messy because he, you know, he was, if he heard the talk, at least from the clip that I saw, it wasn't that serious. Tahiri was like, oh, we just had a conversation and for some reason she want to see us get back together. Whatever. Needless to say, it wasn't that serious. He overblew the shit completely. But the part that got me was the, the confrontations that followed between Joe and Sin and Sin and Erica. Essentially, Sin felt like these two people, her two exes, owed her a heads up. Like, she felt like with Erica Mena, well, I'm sorry, with Joe, she felt like Joe owed her a heads up. And then with Erica Mena, she felt like because they were once together, she should have understood or not, not, I guess, not be involved in it or not. Honestly, I don't know. I didn't, uh, cause like I said, I was super confused by it. I didn't understand what her issue was, but it seemed like she felt like she was owed something from her exes that she didn't get. And so, my second question this week is: Do you feel like, you know, when you and someone are no longer together and you split, that's now your ex? That once that relationship is over and done with, that though that person owes you anything, whether it be respect, a conversation when they, hey, I'm getting ready to be with somebody else, blah, 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 blah. You know what I mean? Like, do you feel like you are owed something from your ex? Now, my take on it, my thoughts on it, like I said, just kind of playing into the the whole clip and all that. And I think I will post it on uh, I'll see if I can find it and post it on um, on the Instagram account um, for you guys to see and kind of um, give your thoughts on it. But from the, the clip that I saw, like I said, I was super confused because I am a person who am a, is a firm believer of that when I'm done, I'm done. You know what I mean? Like when I say I'm done, when I walk away, when it's over... I don't know you. You know what I'm saying? Now, I get that Joe and Sin, because they have a kid, um, you know, they're always going to be tied together as co-parents. However, y'all co-parents. You know what I mean? As co-parents, it doesn't really, as people who are co-parenting your child, it doesn't really, it doesn't entitle you to someone's personal life you know what I mean until that person is in a significant relationship 
where they're thinking about or contemplating bringing the person that they're in a relationship with around your kid and all that jazz you I don't what is what is their you know what I mean what do their relationships have to do with their ability to co-parent or or what is it you know what I mean so so while I could I could understand if if him and Tahiri were now a couple and he was contemplating introducing her to your kid then absolutely a conversation is needed to be had but in this instance they just was randomly you know having a two people that they know who are getting married they were in the same place at the same time having a conversation wasn't you know what I mean wasn't that serious what was owed there like I, I, I didn't understand what she felt like was owed to her and and like I said I saw a lot of people saying it's just a respect thing like we just broke up you know our son is only two you know we were engaged we were in love yeah but and I don't you know what I mean like I said it didn't have anything to do with the baby if it don't have it didn't you know what I'm saying it didn't have anything to do with the baby it was no nothing you know what I mean like there was no indication that or indication given that you know they were in this serious a significant relationship to where they were going to introduce them to uh where he was going to introduce somebody to your kid so how if it didn't affect your child i don't understand what you felt like was owed to you you know what i mean if y'all not together y'all not together whoever he chooses to be with that's his business and in and vice versa you know um so i like i said i i I didn't get it like i don't feel like like i said because of the person that I am, when I'm done, I'm done. I don't feel like anything from exes is owed to you. But then again, you know, some like I said, some people feel like it's a respect thing. Um, they had, you know, they just had ended or whatever. They were only a couple of months removed from their relationship. So out of respect, because they were in love, he should give her a heads up. But that's not owed to you. You know what I mean? Like, no, if, if I'm done with you, I'm done with you. I don't owe you a heads up about who I choose to move on with, you know? And then addressing the second issue with Erica, I feel like that one completely, like, with the one with Joe, like, I, I guess I I could try to understand a little bit better just because they were engaged and they and you know, well, not even that because they were engaged, just because they had a child, they have a child, and they have to have a co-parenting relationship, but the, the issue with Erica Bana, I did not get at all, like, I didn't understand at all, like, y'all, not together, not friends, barely can sit in the same room together, you know what I mean, like, com- completely move removed like years removed from y'all relationship i i can't i couldn't understand why what she felt like was owed to her there um so so again you know i ask you guys kind of out there what what are your thoughts like what do you if if people are in a relationship they split up are you owed anything from your ex? Because my opinion, the answer is no. 
we're done, we're done, whatever I choose to do, what my, you know, and moving on in my life is what I choose to do, what you choose to do is what you choose to do, and that's that, but obviously, some people do feel differently, so again, um, shoot us an email, prettynerdspodcast at gmail, go to the website, prettynerdspodcast.com, shoot us a DM, um, you know, comments on the Instagram Pretty Nerds Podcast. Just let me know your thoughts, you know. Um, cause, cause hell, I'm confused. <laughs> I'm confused all in all about the whole situation. So just let me know what you guys think about, about that whole situation. Are you owed anything from your ex when the relationship is done? Now, <laughs> let me take me a quick little drink. Throat is a little dry. And let's move on to our nerd moment of the week. It's my favorite segment, obviously. Um, so I got a couple of little quick hitters for you. Um, Raising Dion on Netflix. A show that came on Netflix um, has been renewed. It's officially been renewed for season two, so I'm excited for that. I enjoyed the first season. Um, I just really so I want to, you know, in the second season, I would like to see a little bit more kind of development. I guess I want to see a little bit more of like the relationship aspect of um the mom and Michael B Jordan's character the dad even though he's quote unquote disappeared or gone whatever if you haven't seen the show then this probably won't make any sense to you but if you have seen the show then you know what I'm talking about so I would like to see cuz we got a little bit of their backstory um I would like to see that play out a little bit um I obviously would like to see now going forward who the villain in season 2 is going to be all in all I'm just excited that it's got it got another season and that we get to see you know this black kid superhero like like i'm 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 stoked about it i'm excited about it so i'm happy that it got a season two also in netflix news we got a trailer for lock and key the first trailer dropped um lock and key is based on a graphic novel um with the same title it looks interesting um the little the, i mean the little trailer that i saw it looks interesting um i'm not sure i didn't, I didn't see a date i didn't write at least i didn't write the date down i probably did see a date and i didn't write the date down but um of when it's actually going to drop or premiere on netflix but i mean listen the little clip looked interesting so and I'm always looking for something new to check out on Netflix. So I'll definitely probably give it a shot and, and kind of see what, how it plays out. I mean, I did the, like when I saw the Umbrella Academy um, and it, it was a little interesting as well. So I gave that a shot. And as you got, as I told you guys a couple of weeks ago, well, months ago, obviously, when the Umbrella Academy came out when I told y'all about how my feelings on that one we'll see how um lock and key plays out as well when it kind of debuts um but yeah so if you haven't seen the trailer the first trailer is out so go check it out 
And uh, yeah, we'll look forward to seeing, to actually seeing the show and give a little critique on that. Um, also, kind of in renewal news, all of the Arrowverse shows, they were renewed um, for their for new seasons, for upcoming seasons. Um, it didn't, which isn't a surprise. Um, the Arrowverse shows are kind of the CW's bread and butter. Plus, there are rumors that there's going to be a strike, um, a writer strike coming up. So I think a lot of shows will get some early renewals um, coming, you know, coming out. They're just kind of trying to get jump ahead of the writer strike so that they kind of have scripts and things beforehand before the writer strike so that they can you know have seasons and they don't have any type of issues with um shooting their next seasons but yeah uh, all in all you know all of the the Arrowverse shows got a renewal yeah you know what I mean um you guys know for me I watch I don't watch all of them I watch the flash I enjoy the flash um I enjoy black lightning so I'm excited about that. Um, I'm hoping, because we got to see, like, if you guys watched the um, the crossover, um, we got to see Black Lightning and The Flash kind of interact. And there's rumors that later on in the season, Black Lightning will also make more appearances on The Flash. I kind of like that friendship. I like that connection. I would love to see some, you know, more interactions between them. Because, like I said, those are the two shows that I like out of the Arrowverse. Um, oh, I also enjoy Legends, so I'm excited about Legends as well. Just because Legends is really the only one that actually doesn't take itself too serious. Like, they lean heavy on the comedy aspects of it, so I enjoy that aspects of it. Supergirl is not my cup of tea at all. Um, yeah, that's boring as shit to me. I'm just be honest. It's boring as hell to me. And Batwoman ain't my thing either. So, but needless to say, it is what it is. All of them got their, got their renewals. So salute to that if you're into all of those shows. Now, my last nerd moment of the week is, um, in my opinion, the most important one. And it's interactive because I want to ask you guys out there, all of you know that, well, at least you should know, I am a huge Harry Potter fan. Um, love me some Harry Potter. And I want to know from you guys, if you were in Harry Potter, if you were a wizard, you went to wizarding school, you went to Hogwarts, what house would you be sorted into? Like, what's your house in Harry Potter? For me... Mine's is Ravenclaw. Um, I mean, you know, me and Luna, we 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 vibe on the same wavelength. So I'm definitely Ravenclaw. Um, but I would like to know from you guys again. Um, hit the website prettynerdspodcast.com. Email us prettynerdspodcast at gmail. You know, the IG pretty nerds podcast basically everything pretty nerds podcast um and let me know what is your if you were in harry potter went to hogwarts where would you be sorted what house would you belong to for me i'm ravenclaw all day every day but what about you 
I know some of you out there are some Slytherins, so, but anyway, um, I want to hear from you guys, um, and yeah, I mean, that is, that's pretty much going to wrap up the nerd moments for this week, and it's pretty much, I think, going to wrap me up for this week, because I don't really have anything else left for you guys, um, ah, just kind of last minute new music. Um, I saw the record with Meg the Stallion and Normandy. Norm, oh God, why did I say Normandy? Normandy, <laughs> shit. Um. Anyway, they that video looked cute. They did their thing in that. Um, Future and Drake dropped the record. Life is good. That they've been kind of teasing for a little bit. Um, y'all, listen, I wasn't, like, super, I'm not super gigged on, you know, Drake and Future, another Drake and Future combo. We got the whole What a Time to Be Alive album. It was a moment, and I felt like we could move on from it. But, yeah, needless to say, they dropped another record. It's Drake, so it'll probably do numbers, obviously. It isn't, it ain't my favorite song, um, it's kind of like that last record that Drake just dropped, War. It ain't, it ain't my favorite Drake junk, but he's Drake, so it'll probably do some numbers. Well, it will do numbers. I'm not going to say probably. It will do numbers, but needless to say, yeah. Um, if you're looking for new music, those are records that just came out. Song that I am currently listening to, I don't think it's new, uh, per se. I highly doubt it's new. But like, um, it's been all um, it's been like through all of my little playlists or whatever. And again, this is why I really, really, really love title because like the little mixes that they put together be giving me some records that I'm like, oh shit, I like this. It's um called Alone by um Dave East, and it features a Jodeci Fiend sample. Now love me some Jodeci, honey. So, needless to say, like, that record just have me out here in my zone. Like, I fucks with it heavy. I enjoy it. I think you guys will enjoy it. So, if you get some time, check it out. It's called Alone by Dave East. Um, And, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it for me this week as far as new music is concerned. Um, That's it for me as far as this show is concerned. I am done. Um, As always, I want to thank you guys for tuning in, for listening with me um, each week. Uh, Again, Fallon Deanne, she should be back next week or the week after. Needless to say, she will be back soon. We are excited for Fallon Deanne to get back. And I will see you guys next time. Bye, guys.